Hey guys, sorry. I've just finished moving and for some reason uh the one thing I didn't check is if uh Richard's mic was on. If this thing had so, audio in that thing. So let's see. I d- I, I'm gonna I, I test still don't one see my- thing. I'm gonna say my name is Brian and you say what your name is into that mic. Richard. Okay, so it's still picking it up. Alright, so there is sound. Okay. okay. So if it sounds weird, that's why I'm it looks like it'll be a little quiet, but you should be able to hear it. I won't know until I'm editing. That was fun. Anyway, this episode made me cry. So enjoy our review. Alright, we're back for Falcon Winter Soldier episode six. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is gonna be hopefully mostly unedited so we're gonna keep it as filled as possible Uh, i want to start by saying that in the last couple weeks oh we're late because i moved richard helped me and then i got sick and i was all alone on that one but (laughs) um I want to say that in the week after the last recording, I actually changed my mind about Sam taking the name the Captain as opposed to Captain America. Because I was like, as flawed as... Before seeing this episode, as flawed as America is in many people's eyes, uh, I think it, it would actually be important in improving America not just its image, but actually improving America and mending relationships with, you know, places and people who have been wronged to have a black Captain America show that we're better than just our egotistical, stereotypical image of ourselves kind of deal, you know? The the blonde, blue-eyed... We're perfect. We're better than you. I mean, blonde blue eyes doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, they replaced him with, you know, they replaced Steve with the same image. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's like showing a different face of America and that it's not like any group of people. It's not defined by just one thing. Uh, So I changed my mind going into this episode about that. And I I wasn't going to have a problem with Sam being Captain America, but... I changed my mind about that argument I said. But, uh, yeah. You want to get into this? Get into what? Just start us off or get into the topic that you're talking about? Uh, you can respond to the topic if you want. I just wanted to start it by saying that. Sure. Um, you don't okay. need to respond if you don't want to. I don't know. Okay. Let's just get into it. <laughs> What's your first note so I can catch up with you? So, I want to know how they got into that building. They're just like, oh, the Flag Smashers are in now. We don't know how that happened. Our security sucks. They didn't put any security in that building. They just infiltrated. They had security, I'm sure. I mean, just like one of the Flag Smashers was an actual, like, New York police officer SWAT or whatever. They had people everywhere. So, I'm sure you can logic it. It's definitely more... It's definitely easier to logic that than Bucky just going onto the base, you know, in episode two. Yeah, I mean, so, they're both hard to logic, but no, I don't think this one is. They have they have allies everywhere. They've been sneaking around this whole time. They got past an entire security detail designed to protect those people, those 
and politicians and more than one of the people who were officers were uh on the side of the flag smashers the per the people the person that locks them in those three uh second in commands before they were blown up and who it figure it's got to be a 50 person detail all it needs is one or two all right <laughs> it's that at least I I can logic it. They have people sympathetic to them, so there's a there's a way. I mean, every Mission Impossible movie shows us that there's a way. There's no one <laughs> outside of the group sympathetic to their cause. Like, well, yeah, like there it's part of their group. But there was that guy that locked all the hostages in who was a SWAT member. And then there was the guy who said one world, one people before they got blown up by somebody else. So they they're act, they're everywhere. They act like they have the reach of hyper. But they, they may have. Their, at least their fight was more sympathetic than Hydra's. Hydra's was, we want to control you. <laughs> and theirs was, we need to all be united. And their methods are just fucked up. Sure. Um, all right, let me catch up to that. So Sharon using the Black Widow face tech. Thought that was a nice little callback. Uh, I don't know why she had the face tech when she was like, she immediately took it off and said, no one's looking for me here. <laughs> uh, the Flag Smashers were waiting for Falcon to arrive. Why? Like they literally didn't do anything past the hacking until they said, he's here. And then they... Did all the smoke and you know? I guess he's shown up in their affairs before, right? Yeah, but they actually didn't do anything past making the room red and the screens glitchy. They didn't hijack anybody or you know start the smoke bombs or start an attack until they saw him. Mm-hmm. It's just like just get on with it. Why? Why were they right waiting? Um. <laughs> That dude who was like, I thought Captain America was on the moon. <laughs> Another person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Carly tried to appeal to Bucky, but that just turned out to be a distraction. Yeah. Um, I was wondering why she was. You know, she was only willing to, but it made sense because I was like, she was only willing to talk to Sam originally and then he betrayed her. Uh, I th- also, did you think those were bombs on the back of the transport transports that just no. turned out to be locks? Yeah, I thought they were just locks. Uh, I, th- I thought they they were going to do something else to them. I thought they might be trying to make it like I don't know. There's some dark stuff going through my mind, but yeah. I mean, I thought they definitely would lock them in that because it was holding both doors. But I also thought it was a bomb. You know, that would make sense because if they're gonna kill them anyways, you might as well just bomb them instead instead of trying to figure out another way to kill them. Yeah, but I guess that also makes sense since the three uh, supporting Flag Smashers were not supportive of just killing the people or sacrificing themselves willy-nilly, mm-hmm. as Carly was. So mm-hmm. makes sense that it wouldn't be a bomb. Yeah. Uh, what's your I thought my next, next note? Yeah. I thought it was a risky move for them to make Sam a suit without a helmet. This one just needs to shoot him in the head. Like, just give him a help. Like, I'd feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool, but it's just me. Nice. Um, all right, I thought Sharon was slick. I thought it was a tracker that she put on that Flag Smasher dude, but it was the mercury vapor that killed him. 
uh that was like like oh sorry i didn't see you uh and then uh i also wrote that captain steve barely beat batrock with super soldier serum well not barely but he definitely put up a good fight in captain america the winter soldier and i said of course sam can't win you know like it wasn't going to be there wasn't going to be any final so is thing there super soldier or just really damn good He's really damn good. And really well trained like George St. Pierre actually is. Yeah. I, I will say, in the Winter Soldier, when he's like, uh, you so you're just a shield? <laughs> and like Steve actually takes the bait and puts the shield away and then fist fights him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. No, there are hostages. <laughs> There's no fucking way just kidding, Captain man. Steve America Rogers... That's his name. That's I don't care. That's, That's his whole name. Uh, would get into a dick wagging contest. <laughs> He'd be like, I, whatever. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and then get him faster. He's not going to waste 30 seconds right. in his exactly. mission. That that That's the only time. I think the only thing that I ever spotted myself with the Russo brother movies where I'm like, nah, um, other things that other people have said are like Gamora, uh, not Gamora. Um, Nebula would have been the right person to carry the gauntlet and have all the women come around to help her. Cause Captain Marvel didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Like Captain Marvel just took out a fucking spaceship an indestructible spaceship. And then Peter's like, how are you going to handle those 30 little monsters coming at you fuck captain marvel could just be like are you fucking kidding me kid (laughs) you think and she doesn't need the help of all those other ladies very cool moment and i cheered my head off but but nebula that would have been appropriate because all the trauma she had at the hands of thanos and she's not fucking captain marvel uh phrasing phrasing uh, I said that was the only thing I consciously point oh, okay. saw that the Russos didn't do perfect, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Another, another example that somebody else pointed out that I agree with was that. Uh, all right, what's your... So he kicks this plastic chair, like this thing that's in grade schools up to block the shield. And the shield just like falls. And it's just like, come on. No, that can't be. It's, it should be, when if something's heavy and has a lot of momentum, it should be able to go through it without it, maybe change its tra- trajectory a little, but not yeah. that much. That and, makes sense. Maybe maybe like crack the the chair. Maybe it was a metal chair. I don't know, but maybe crack it and then like veer off and yeah. then. Good good point. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a nerd when I point that stuff out and the thing about the helmet, but like. It, it takes me out of it personally. I mean, there's. I get it. I mean, there's that. Or uh, I remember somebody criticizing Fast Five, where a car makes a jump, and they're like, "If that car really made that jump, it would be destroyed." Yeah. It was like twenty feet or something, or ten feet. Ten feet, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to the audio commentary, and the director Justin Lin was like, "If that car made that jump, it would be destroyed." But that's no fun. Right. <laughs> like, we knew it. We knew it, and we ignored it. This yeah. one, it's like, all right, the physics weren't great. <laughs> yeah. They could have done something else for that part of the fight. Yeah. 
Um, now, for the Dukes of Hazard, they actually made those jumps, and they would just soup the shit up out of the suspension <laughs> for that one jump where it's so goddamn stiff where it lands, and it's, like, still kind of in control, and they're okay, you know? Yeah. But that then that suspension isn't really suitable for driving in real life. Yeah. But it's, like, technically a car could make that jump if you got really good <laughs> suspension. Because like, that's what the Dukes of Hazard was all about, was cars jumping hundreds of feet. Alright, I forgot. I skipped over my own note, which was... And I've seen... It's been two weeks mm-hmm. since our last recording. It's been two and a half weeks since the episode actually came out. Mm-hmm. I've seen the pictures of the new soup. Yeah. I knew Batrock would die. I I knew that there was a reveal of, about Sharon Carter, and I had been guessing that it was... That she was the power broker. Um, but I still wrote, Yo, that Falcon reveal! Mm-hmm. Um... I guess I should have written, yo, that Captain America reveal, <laughs> technically. But, like, when he comes in, and I hadn't even noticed because I knew what he looked like from all the photos. Um, but I, it was clever for them not to show Falcon or to show him last, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, um, but to be fair, you called the Sharon Carter thing being the power broker a long time ago. You suspected it? Yeah, suspected yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I was saying those are the th- three things that have been spoiled by me, spoiled to me by headlines and photos. But it still got me seeing him come through. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and then tying into that, my next note was smooth shield catch by Sam when he throws the shield out of the window uh, and then catches it. And yeah, that's pretty cool. He is he is killer. His moves. Yeah. Just mwah, so good. There, there was quality action in this episode, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, when uh, he's fighting the dude in the helicopter, and he like throws a shield vertically. Yeah, uh, he he like did a barrel roll or something, or mm-hmm. he like rolled and then threw it mm-hmm. like a like a fucking axe thrower. Yeah, and then it bounced back and tsh, ah, that was pretty sweet. Um, all right. One thing for you to look forward to at the end, anybody listening, is I also watched the finale for Invincible, which I have not been reviewing, but I will say which one I think is better at the end of this <laughs> uh, between these two. Because I've been hearing so many people say that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is their favorite MCU movie. And actually, that's fair. Like MCU TV show? I know, but they've been saying movie because they actually have described like this TV show as a six-hour movie, whereas WandaVision was a TV show. You, they're just being clever, you know. Who is they? I don't know anybody on Twitter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I'm saying no. D- d- all right, d- d- <laughs> nip the nitpicky part right now. They're comparing it to the all of the MCU, and they're saying it's their favorite, and that's fair. You know, like it got a lot more emotional than my favorite movie, which is uh, of them, like actual movie, which was Civil War. Like I cried. I I teared up multiple times, cried a little bit one time, and wept another. Um, so I think this is the, one of the only times I've cried in an MCU movie, maybe the only time or, you know, not movie, but I gotta think about that. Definitely the only time I've cried more than once. I'm trying to think of the last time I there was something last year, but I can't remember what 
I cried in the Invincible finale as well. Mm. Uh, what else? I cried to a lot of stuff. Uh, I'll name the movies that I cried when I dated this one person. Every single movie we saw, I cried. <laughs> um, Blind Spotting again. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Mission Impossible Fallout, which I had seen like 10 times before, but I had wine, so it helped. I don't know. Other stuff. I love crying in movies. It's my favorite. What's your next note so I can catch up to it? Oh, um, it w- I took this note during one of Carly's exposition exposition <laughs> moments. Uh, what was her end game? That's what I was wondering. And then, as soon as I asked that question in my head and took that note, she kind of answers it. She's like, she believes in the movement and she thinks other people are going to be inspired to follow it up. Yeah. After she blows people up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Let's and then see. When she's like one na- one world, one people. And everything she like is waiting for them to say it, and she says it for them and yells at them. And I was like, "That's a groupthink type of tactic. <clears throat> That's a groupthink type of tactic." Yeah, I'll. I got some notes to catch up to that, but my note around that was her people aren't as radical as Carly is, because they're they're not. When she says, well, "I'm willing for us to die or to kill them if we need to," the hostages. Mm-hmm. All right, I got just got a couple others. Uh, new Red Wing, and I guess there are two Red Wings. Okay. Uh, actually, that was it. Catching up to that note. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. Wakanda um, Red Wing. There's a moment. Yeah. So we're we're in like I be, when I'm watching the action, I stop taking notes and I'm just appreciating what happened. Um. Uh, I I almost called him U.S. agent, but he's not quite U.S. agent at this point. Yeah, he is now fake at the cap. end. Fake cap. I, I wrote that down. Because I, I, I almost wrote second cap, and I'm like, nah, fake cap. <laughs> he does the right thing by putting the shield down to use both hands to try to pull the armored truck back up. Dude, I wrote... I think that was the first thing I said. That got emotional. Because mm-hmm. I was like... And I, I'm actually pissed that he's going to be U.S. agent. Because U.S. agent was... Like, that's his bad version. He's kind of a villain, yeah. And now he's working for that other villainous one, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Yeah. Whoever she plays. And I'm like, dude, he finally clawed his way back from the chasm of darkness, from the dark pool he's been swimming in, mm-hmm. and did something right. And. And didn't get jealous of the new cap, which is something I wondered. Didn't betray anybody. And now he's being pulled back to the dark side. You seem kind of naive about it in the ending uh, after credits. Oh, he yeah. Like, he doesn't... It's just black. That's the only difference. <laughs> that was... Yeah, he, he's excited that he can still serve, but mm-hmm. he's... He almost seems happy that he's not Captain Mary. He has his own identity for a second. He's like, yeah, it's, it's like the same suit. It's cool, you know. I'm sure he's glad he's... Not being fired like he was in yeah, the last true. episode. Um, one last note about his suit. They leave the red stripes mm. on his body. They might as well just black that out, too, because it just makes it really easy for people to see his, his torso. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah. All right. What's your next actual note after the Carly thing? For So I can catch up to it. Um, she gets mad that Captain America isn't fighting back during their uh last fight that's interesting i thought that she was just desperate that he would fight you know didn't want to just 
have it be a one-sided fight. When she asked, why aren't you fighting back? I didn't, I personally didn't see that so angry as more like, eh, this isn't a perfect one-to-one, but I guess in the Winter Soldier when Bucky's beating the shit out of Steve and Steve's not fighting back. Like, why aren't you fighting back? But, like, to a much lesser degree. Less emotionally impactful than the Winter Soldier one. Well, we know why Sam doesn't want to fight back. He, he's, he doesn't want to hurt her. He, he wants to help her, actually, and maybe get her arrested, and, like, you know, but not have her blow up people and, like, try to guide her back on the right path. That's why he's not fighting back. He, and she's like, why aren't you... I, oh, yeah. I had short man syndrome, like, all of high school. I was, like, five foot five. And I'd get mad, like... You know, I'm competitive. Fight back, you bitch. You know, that's what I feel like. And like, like I would feel like it's belittling of me for them to not fight back. I don't know if that's exactly what she felt. I got you. All right, then I I guarantee I got a lot to let's see. Uh, smooth save of the helicopter pilots with Red Wing and Cap getting them out. Uh, and oh damn, that helicopter ricocheting off Sam's wings. Mm-hmm. Like they're def they definitely have to be Wakandan. Yeah. Metal. Yeah. That's well, mm, awesome. For wings to be sort of functional in metal, it has to be some mega special metal. Because otherwise if it was regular metal, it'd just be really heavy and weighing weighing down. Yeah, and he's had bulletproof wings this whole time. Mm-hmm. But like a hella he just went and it right off the wings. That's whoo. That part where he protects himself from the falling helicopter? Yeah like eggshells it's like really nice and protect that was cool yeah that was the moment i was talking about oh okay because it it it, it did hit him i was talking about i was thinking of when he's flying by the helicopter and one of the propellers clips him oh i don't remember that specifically i may have the water and then he pops that back out saying uh boy you deserve an ass yeah (laughs) i got that written down okay i'll catch up to that uh the forward wheelie attack by bucky Mm mm-hmm and the launch that was sick. I thought he was just gonna launch, just straight on, kind of like how uh, Tom Cruise crashed, quote unquote, in Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. But popping the wheelie, mm, so smooth, made it so much cooler, and it was smarter, mm-hmm. you know, because then he doesn't have to worry about accidentally clipping the the not steering wheel. What was it handlebars? Yeah. Uh, fake cap showing up. I, I honestly forgot about Fake Cat. <laughs> like, I forgot that he made his own shield. Uh, I also wrote that new shield is pathetic. You defended it because, like... And yeah, it's... People. Yeah. It has a blunt weapon, as he only seems to know how to do with it. Yeah. Personally, I was just thinking relative to the actual shield, and since he's literally only fighting super soldiers, it's basically tinfoil. Um... But, uh, all right. And then I wrote, Carly needs some fight training with that parking meter because she was telegraphing the hell out of her, <laughs> her swings and not doing a great job with it. Uh, and then uh, I also wrote, this is before he gave the woman the earpiece, but uh, why don't the helicopter hostages attack the pilot? I didn't know he had hostages because he kept <laughs> shooting the machine gun out. Mm-hmm. And then after him doing that two or three times, then we saw the hostages. I'm like, are they bound? No. They, like they somebody could have just punched him in the head, tried choking him out. Like, 
come on. They might have not known he was a flag smasher until he started firing. Yeah, but I mean, after that first, I mean, he dove, he did a nosedive. Mm -hmm. I would be worried about that. I'd at least say, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then he shoots a machine gun at Captain America. I'm like, I'd be like, are you a good, what? I'd at least be questioning. They're all chilling back there. It, It gave a good moment for Sam to be a bouse and in charge. You know, like telling her to coordinate, but like at least have somebody like grab him and then him point the machine gun and everyone get back something. Well, you know, then the helicopter loses control and then they're all dead, right? They figure out maybe that they're hostages and they're like, "Oh, what can we do about this?" And they don't really know what to do about it. At least show me that they consider it. Like she is a pilot, the person he talks to. Yeah. So you could at least be like, uh. Hey, have one guy try to grab his arm and be like, get back, get back. Hey, hey I'm, a, I'm a pilot. So if we get, and then like get the thing and the earpiece and be like, actually, wait, something better. Something, something, mm-hmm. something like, what do we do? And it's like, I don't know. May, something. Otherwise, they, they just seemed like crash test dummies hanging out in the back. Okay, that's <laughs> I can see your point there. Like, honestly, they didn't show them until two or three times of him shooting the machine gun, so I was shocked there were people in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least I didn't notice them until that. Uh, yep, boy, you just earned this ass whooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to rewind that to, <laughs> to really hear the whole thing. Uh, and then now we got to the midair flip and shield throw. Um, all right, I'm going to do a couple more before we get your next one, but the classic superhero thing of like a teetering car. Yeah. And I thought Bucky was going to catch the car at first. Um and then I wondered if the second cap would do the right thing and he did and that got emotional but he fell. And then I thought they were both going to catch it. Mm-hmm. Like that would be cool, Bucky and fake cap catching it together mm-hmm. like that would be a bit of redemption even more so than we just got but i was surprised that sam showed up and then i was like sam's not a super soldier so he's like fracturing bones mm-hmm. like red wings are helping but mm-hmm. all the force is getting pushed through is a that would make a good film theory like mm-hmm. could a human being with the help of two mechanical red wings mm-hmm actually push it up or would their bones break i've been watching a lot of film theory and game theory lately but like truly like that's a big thing even if the weight is distributed like cut in half by those two other red wings it's still his bones holding the pressure of his wings pushing and his propulsion jets or whatever they're called yeah that's all going through his arms so like his body yeah, but ultimately, like, all the pressure has to be going yeah, to his wrists, it, it right? away from his body when he was pushing it, so yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe if he had his whole body on it equally, <laughs> then that would kind of help, but still be internal bruising, possibly bleeding, bruised ribs. And I wish Sam took one of those super soldier serums. Me too. But, but, I did love later on when he said, I didn't get the quote correctly, but um, the only power is I... Uh, power I have is that I believe we can do better. That was worth him not getting the Super Soldier Serum now. I hope he gets in the future. Mm-hmm. Gets but after the series, that'd be cool. That, he has another. He has a Captain America movie coming. 
it's been, I mean, I guess it's technically a rumor, but no one's denied it that two of the writers or so, I don't know, two people are from this series are writing a Captain America four, which I am so excited for. I want it. I want it. Um, that's a rumor I'm excited for. All these dumb clickbait, so many articles saying, RDJ returning, Chris Evans returning. I'm like, fuck all you. You're, you fucking liars. I've seen four or five different articles from We Got This Covered saying different versions of Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to share the screen with Scarlett Johansson because they're exes. Black Widow's dead. <laughs> She's fucking dead. They bought Fox after Black Widow was done filming or something around there. There's no way Deadpool would show up in the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. It's They're dead. She's dead. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest headline. And it must have worked because they did... Four other articles that were like, Scarlett Johansson doesn't want to. Marvel bosses tried to get them to work together or or wants to keep them. It's, fuck, we got this covered. It's more annoying than Screen Rant at this point. Um, <laughs> Those sound like not really relevant news. <laughs> we got this covered sucks. I used to like Screen Rant, but they got sold and now they pretty much suck. Um, what's your next note, sir, so I can catch up to it? So he's holding Carly Morgenthau in that pose where after she gets killed by Agent Carter. And I know it was supposed to be a, a scene where we feel sympathetic towards her. I, I felt sad for her that she died, but not to the level of that this whole scene was portraying, you know? Yeah, I think the speech he said talking, like justifying her and saying we didn't ask why was more powerful than that. But but tied together, I think on a second watch with us knowing that and feeling maybe it'll hit better. But yeah, it was. I know I you've seen mo- most of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I maybe there needed to be like a after she said fight back. He said I'm trying to save you, something like that. You know, and then she dies. Maybe maybe. I, this is the. I think it was either. Uh, Anthony or Sebastian who said this is the first Marvel project that felt like they had a budget so maybe you couldn't achieve this but if like the building was collapsing around them you know and Carly was still fighting and he's trying to like hold up pillars or get her like save her from crumbling rock and then she still dies and she doesn't quit and Sharon has to kill her then that would feel more heartbreaking. You'd you'd have seen him actively saving her life mm-hmm. and trying to get her, as messy as it was, get her out of this alive, and then she dies. That would have made that moment more impactful, I think. I guess they're working with limited time because it's a, a, effectively a 50-minute episode, so they had to try to go through all of it in 50, 50 minutes. Yeah, I, I think adding in some... That some of that would have added like 30 seconds but the monetary addition of like collapsing rubble mm. and stuff them but that that I think if they had done that it would have it would have made that feel more tragic seeing him actively save her multiple times and she's still trying to attack him and then Sharon kills her mm. um, alright let me 
Let me catch up to that. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the old guy being like, that's Black Falcon. And the other guy being like, no, that's Captain America. That was cool. Um, and skipping ahead when uh, Isaiah's grandson said, hey, it's Black Captain. I told you I thought he was going to say blacked in America. <laughs> um, I thought the fake cap might get jealous of real cap. Did not. And then I talked about this while me, you, and my daughter were watching. Leaving Sam solo without a super soldier, I didn't like that. But then I didn't know, you know what the right answer would have been because... I don't trust fake cap to go alone. I didn't trust fake cap to join Sam and actually have his back. So, you know, I get Bucky, uh, needing to babysit cap, the fake cap, but it still made me nervous. And then we got confirmation that Sharon was the power broker. And I knew, like I said, I knew Batroc died, but I didn't think he'd go out like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it would be some fight. Made, yeah. made sense, though. And... If he was wearing something bulletproof or something to resist the pistol, that would have made sense. I mean, like, it, we just kind of see him collapse. I don't... Technically, we didn't get confirmation that he died. I just want to see George St. Peter come back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then did you catch Sharon said, like told Carly, not, she was like, don't or something when Carly went to kill Sam. I wondered why Sharon wanted to save Sam's life. Technically, she still, she still has allegiance to the U.S. Mm, that, I think we show, I think we saw. Right there. That's probably your pardon right there. She yeah. Saved Sam. She yeah. To, she shot Carly Morgan, though. I, I, I would say the pardon, keeping her pardon alive is more accurate than her allegiance to the U.S. because the post credit scene pretty much proved that that's not the case. Yeah, she likes to sell weapons to people, apparently. She's a real Obadiah Stane, spy style. Yeah. And then a uh, clever way to get the three Flag Smasher subordinates, Bucky uh, doing the fake, like the app thing, and then cornering yeah. them. Uh, Just really quick. Yeah. I, you kind of hit on it earlier. Um, Imposter Captain, this episode, suddenly he's cool. Like, last episode, it looks like he's kind of hinging on madness a little bit. They did give him a moment where he was still doing that blinking, like, I got a headache thing, where he looked between Carly and the people. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, it, he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what did you want to say about that? Well, yeah, no, suddenly he's bro cool with, um, with, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, he, he fell in line more. I get, I I guess in that moment when he decided whether he would still seek revenge. And I really did like that Carly said she was sorry she didn't mean to kill Lamar. Although she said he didn't matter. (laughs) People that didn't matter to her cause. Yeah, that was poor choice of words. But I like that that was the first thing she said. Um, but I, I actually did feel like that moment where he decided if he wanted to keep hunting Carly or save the people was a turning point. Okay. And that might justify why he didn't, uh, I mean, if, if Bucky took a moment and like put his fist up, it was like, uh, 
He's like, lead the way or something, or I'm just here to, I'm just here to help do right. Yeah. Um, that would have been a nice little moment. Where I was like, mm, okay, but you go first. Like if Bucky told him that, <laughs> like just don't stand behind me. <laughs> you know, that would have been a nice moment. Uh, and then uh, I thought Sam was really resourceful in the fight. He's so resourceful with his wings and everything. Um, he has to be if he doesn't have the super soldier serum, right? Yeah. And then I, yeah, I wrote fight back where she said that. And I said, really, why? And then the Carly, Carly saying, I'm sorry. It felt impactful, but you know, it's, uh, I don't know if that was earned so much. What Carly saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe if there was a moment. After she got shot, you said. Yeah, maybe if when she got shot and he came to hold her, she was like, "Oh shit, I've been doing." If she had a moment where she's like, "I've been doing this all wrong, haven't I?" And you know, when she feels herself fading, then having that realization, but just jumping straight to them. Sorry, that I felt it. It felt right. Mm-hmm. but I think there was just a beat if she had said I've been doing this all wrong haven't I and then I'm sorry mm-hmm. yeah maybe him him that. responding with like we all make mistakes that would have been beautiful like actually there are ways to shoot and edit it like if they would have shown uh, a point of view camera angle of her staring up at Sam and him getting quieter because she's dying you know and like you just see her face, and he's trying to comfort her as she's dying, you know. Um, or a POV shot of her like hands on the blood, and then looking up at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I just needed one extra line to bridge that gap. And uh, Jesus Christ, that I, I you just hated that the reporters were yelling anything. I understood that, but the line, when did the government make you Captain America? I was like, oh, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But the government did not. <laughs> he doesn't need the government to make him Captain America. I, I was more responding to you, like, eye-rolling at the reporters so hard, and I was like, gotcha. yeah, man, that reporters are gonna, that's what reporters do. They're kind of... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was eye-rolling at the government making him a Captain America. Not so much the the reporters yelling mm-hmm. got it's that like he, he's carrying a girl in his arms a dead girl in his arms and they're trying to ask him questions like guys uh he's not going to answer your stupid effing questions right now <laughs> you know yeah like, i i won't i'm fine with that honestly i get it and, you know i get it um i i like how sam after all that you know they're calling her terrorist blah blah he sees her as a person okay he treats her as a person even though I believe she's a person that should be put in jail, it's still important that she's a person, you know. So. Truly, well, you know, it's, it's something you gotta ask. Like, while I don't like that nine eleven happened, no one asked why did they do it. They're just like they're terrorists. Fuck them. Let's let's bomb the shit out of them. And I and I get it. I get that line of thought. But ultimately... Well, the assumption is that they're extremists, and there are extremist videos of them saying that they're going to do that to us for their religion. I know, but there's... there's it's It doesn't come out of nothing, you know? 
there are actual historians that have gone through and seen how Al Qaeda or ISIS is born and how how to prevent that or how to you know it, it's it's asking why mm-hmm. that's all so i really i really got uh that resonated with me you need to look at everything even if someone's completely wrong mm-hmm. even if it's fucking hitler it, well, it, yeah, hitler you was know beaten by his father like repeatedly until he pissed blood so jesus i didn't know that yeah right so i knew he hated his father because of an episode of white collar <laughs> yeah or wait no no never mind i didn't learn that about hitler hmm. it was somebody who is white collar is a fun show there's a guy who collects the paintings of hitler and burns them because that guy hated his father mm-hmm. it was fictional never mind. um but yeah, the, like Hitler is less sympathetic, I think, than Carl. I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's controversial to say. And I don't think, uh, you know, I think the people who ended up being Al Qaeda probably suffered more uh, than Hitler. You know, Hitler can blame his dad. Hitler. I don't see how Hitler can just blame all Jewish people and all black people well, because then, of that. Then also, after World War One, uh, Germany was in famine, and the rest of the world didn't really take care of Germany, and so its people thought it was justified for World War Two when they were mistreated for 30 or 40 years. Okay, I'll have to look more into that um, outside of this, just so we don't have a 15-minute discussion about it. I would like to have and learn more from, but you know, just so, uh, so we can continue with the review. Uh, I I loved him asking who's in the room with you when you're making decisions that affect people. Is it the people that you're actually affecting, or is it more people like you? That's so important. Mm -hmm. That's we need to elect more people who actually are the people mm-hmm. instead of just these career politicians or you know legacy politicians or people who have the money to to um to fund their campaigns really it, it just comes down to how much money the person can get their hands on and do you think a normal person can normally get that much money to actually elect themselves no so we need to we need to figure out a way to make it actually more democratic and not so just twisted uh and uh i wrote i said this while we were watching but alfred uh batman's butler Mm -hmm. killed the flag smashers (laughs) Because he's just an old guy in a nice for, car. For some reason, I assumed um, maybe I was wrong about this. So that was a flag smasher car that blew up. I thought it was just some other car, and that the flag smashers were getting away because that's really you know movie like for that to happen. Yeah, that confused me because I think I I think it was a misdirect. Okay. Um, but that one soldier said the one world, one people thing to them as he closed the door. And I think we all expected them to escape. And then a third party came in and blew them up. 
Okay. That that was my read of it. Hmm. We'll find out. You guys can put in the comments too. So. Hey. Uh, let's so, see. Um, What's your next one? With that whole thing when Sam was on TV, how did it feel to be helpless? That is kind of the crux of the issue there for these uh, marginalized people. That, like, you know, how does it feel to be helpless and not able to do anything while well, they're in a no-win situation? What do you expect them to do? You know? Yeah. So. Just. Uh, it was so good. It was so smart to have the reporters. If nothing else, that line about when did the government make you... Uh, Captain America at least like was like it was enough that we would groan and hate the line and be like fuck you reporter <laughs> to rem- to subtly show us that there are reporters around mm-hmm. to broadcast that everywhere well if he was just carrying a dead girl or carrying a dead girl at the time of being asked those are all stupid questions because he's carrying a dead girl how about you stop asking quite like <laughs> I, was, I wasn't meaning to argue about, or you know to I'm criticize her but... you criticize that reporter again i just thought it was clever to introduce us to the reporters and make us really pay attention mm-hmm. you know not just see someone doing something boring like we're here at the scene of the blah blah you know like at every other movie would do it, it elicited an emotional response and had us notice the reporters. So I thought that was good. That did more than just... Did two things. More than just the generic normal. But that whole scene of him debating it, I just thought that was beautiful in such an elegant way to show the world the morals of the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. The first time anyone's going to see him, yeah. for real, is just standing up for everyone Mm -hmm. and not not playing like the world is black and white which i'm sure is a frustration that a lot of people have against america and him saying stuff like i i feel the hate right now thousands of people will hate me because i'm a black man in the captain america not exactly those words with the judgments blah 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 yeah but like everyone sees that He's still willing to do the hard thing, the uncomfortable thing. The thing that he wasn't willing to do at the beginning of this show mm-hmm. so that he could stick up for the entire world. Wow. What an elegant way mm-hmm. to show that. I love it. That that was as elegant to me as the image of Captain America in Endgame with a broken shield was the shield broken at that point i think it was and him just ready to fight the entire invading army of thanos alone mm-hmm. so simple i mean it had a hell of a lot more words than that moment in endgame <laughs> but i thought it was really beautiful like great job um so i did just want to make a comment though that like so the criticism here is that maybe we're not doing enough to help marginalized people in other countries, mm-hmm. so forth. And I just wanted to point out that we have given close to $5 billion to Afghanistan in 2019. That's a lot of money, you know? Like, And we gave over $3 billion to Israel, uh, over close to $2 billion to Jordan. Like, 
it's not like we don't do anything. It's not like our politicians just are like, no, screw them. We're going to, maybe we'll send them some supplies, but that's it, you know? All right, I'm going to look up one thing. You say another note while I look this up just to... The, this, the source of that is USAID, and also it's provided by Statistica. Okay. What's your next note on the movie? Um, so we end up going uh, back to Bradley's house. Bradley's his last name. What's his first name again? Isaiah. Isaiah Bradley. All right. And so publicly released for 2020, the budget we had for our military was $714 billion. Just a second. What, Maddie? The bread? It's in the freezer. Look on the top. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'll be there in a couple of minutes. So, I mean, I think the amount of damage that we've done to that, we, we, we have to, we've done stuff. But in relation to our military budget just for one year, that's nothing. And I, 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 I would be interested to dive in to see how much damage we've actually done in the wars when we decide to... Well, you know, when we tried to pull out of Iraq, that's when uh, uh, ISIS ended up taking all the weapons and supplies that we left there and gaining a foothold and taking over other countries in the Middle East. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to keep getting off track of this episode, but what I've heard about the creation of ISIS in Afghanistan is that we pulled out too quickly. That's exactly That's what just, I said. Yeah, yeah we yeah. pulled out, not, not that there was a vacuum that they could then take control, but more like we abandoned them and, out of, and that's what they had to do to survive and they saw us like just pulling out too quickly it would be like if we like invaded north korea killed the people who were torturing everybody and then immediately left and didn't help to stabilize the region before we did no i'm no i'm well i don't know no i'm saying i'm saying no no i said if we went to north korea and killed kim jong-un and all the people who were torturing their people and then then immediately left and left them to just fight amongst each other to put in their own position of power instead of helping stabilize the region Mm -hmm. and so then, you yeah, know, th- also, those groups just see us as big thugs that decide to carpet bomb whole cities and then say, all right, fend for yourselves. And then they go through even more turmoil and then they blame, uh, they see us as at fault for all of it. Um, yeah, there's a political agenda behind pulling out, though. But maybe we shouldn't get so off track. Yet. Yeah. I, um, but, anyways. Bradley being in the museum. Dude, okay. That's a big moment, so I kind of want to end on that or get to it. So let me just say some other things that are less... uh... Okay. So, U.S. agent. Mm -hmm. I already said this. I didn't like it because he just started redeeming himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Bucky finishing his amends. Maddie cried. And I teared up. My daughter. What did you think of that scene? 
Yeah, I don't think Maddie knew that it wasn't just a dream, that thing that we saw. Oh, the I, first episode. I explained that to her right before he started talking. She said yeah, that thing exactly. he dreamed, and I was like, no, that was... that was. I, I think I've told her. She just may have forgotten. It's yeah. fine. But yeah, that's that's part of why it hit so hard for her, because she just figured out, oh, he actually killed him. Well, let me see. Maddie! Well, I, I, I started crying just because it was an emotional scene. But, uh... <sighs> she's not answering just a second you say you say something yeah it's probably evident that his relationship with that man is strained and they might not be meeting for any sushi uh, bonding time anytime soon but uh, but it was a sacrifice he had to make to tell him the truth so. alright Maddie remember when you were crying because uh um when Bucky told the guy about his son dying, why why did you what what made you cry? Well, why were you, why were you crying about that moment when? What's here talking to here? I don't know. It was just making me cry. Was it sad because you were thinking about the guy getting murdered? That the father finally can you stop cutting that bread into the <laughs> microphone? That the father finally found out that it was a tough scene? Because they were friends. And you thought they were going to break up as friends? Yeah, they're not friends. Now they're not friends? Yeah. That's, that's actually exactly what I was just telling you. Bucky had to know that that's going to strain. They're not going to go out for any sushi days. Okay, thank you, Maddie. <laughs> All right, go go cut your bread Listen, elsewhere. you know how you like to play Being crumbs people. everywhere. She, she came back for once. She pranks me all the time. Are yeah, you kidding me? It's a long time coming. All right. All right, all right. Can you close the door, please? Thank you. All right. So. All right, so. So, yeah, but no, he knew that he was probably losing a friend there. Oh, yeah, definitely. at least trying the relationship heavy, and the guy's probably not going to want to talk to him for years. But he had to tell him the truth, and that was the greater thing in this instance. So. Yeah. All right, so my next note is about when Sam goes to Isaiah, where Isaiah says, Black Captain America, huh? I was like, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of quotes in there, but I didn't want to write everything down. The other quote, I know I didn't get this perfectly right, was, uh, we built this country, bled for it. Nobody can tell me I can't fight for it. And I thought that was beautiful. Because personally, I, I I personally would be of the mind if I were in the same position of like, fuck you. Like a place that just constantly abuses me or regularly, you know, well, where I am felt like I'm not the one of... I'm not equal to everybody, that there are people more valuable than me. Well, the... the Purely the black, based on my skin color. The black experience is probably going to vary for people. Sam, I thought, was coming from a position of, well, I like this country. It's been good for me. I understand it wasn't good for all of my... Uh, everybody with the same skin color as me. But the parts that I experienced, I thought it was pretty awesome. And it's not the same exact America that all of them... Well, he he definitely hasn't been treated the same. He knows it. Like when he, back when he went to go to the bank and he says, I don't play with these white folks, he knows the deck is usually stacked against him mm. um, in general. 
Mm-hmm. He, th- he thought the Falcon identity would help mitigate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm saying I I wouldn't be willing to fight for it. I think uh, I'll say my my par- I I don't talk to my parents anymore. Uh, the relationship was toxic. I've ultimately been happier having them out of my life, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of it on a big scale. Of if a whole country, mm-hmm. my relationship with that whole country was toxic, I would not be willing to fight for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's different because as a country, you can change things. Mm-hmm. Well, th- I've seen you leave toxic situations. I think you might just go somewhere else, personally. Maybe, <laughs> but at least a country can have can be changed. Mm-hmm. My parents' minds, no. <laughs> <laughs> My my step well because it's a bunch of people, the majority can change it. Um, we've seen that. Uh, I mean, we we have seen it on a factual basis. Black people are it's not legal to enslave them. Somebody actually just got caught for enslaving a guy on the spectrum, a black man on the spectrum for five years. Ridiculous that it happened, but he got caught. And he's going to be punished. The guy probably will never recover from the trauma, unfortunately. But things have changed. They change very slowly, but it can be changed. So I'd have more hope in changing the whole country than my parents. But I'm saying I would be inclined to say, fuck this and bounce. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually admire Sam for sticking it through. Because it takes people sticking it through to actually change the country. If everyone if everyone actually left who didn't like it, we would just... This place would become a hellhole. <laughs> you know? I think it'd be a lot of people living in their vacuum with no conflict. That's what... You know, we'd get a whole lot of ignorant people if everyone just like left who didn't like it. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a job that I had, Jimmy John's... Uh, I saw gradually how managers and store managers and anyone who didn't toe the line and just fall in line and just adapt the toxic mentality of the area manager was replaced and it got worse and worse. And I reduced my hours to just the lunch shift where I'd rarely be in the store doing deliveries and I didn't want to work any more than that. And when I found a job that was more peaceful and paid better. I did. I bounced. So as a, I'm saying as a country, if anyone, if everyone who is a good person actually left, instead of staying and fighting, mm. then we'd become just a big bi- pile of assholes. That would be left. Anyway, uh, okay. This is the big moment. I have a few more notes after this, a couple more, but uh, when he he told Isaiah and his grandson to come with him, as soon as I saw that fucking uh, memorial, not memorial museum, Mm -hmm. I knew what was going to happen. And uh, Maddie cried a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. But I had tears pouring down my face before they even showed that statue before isaiah was crying (laughs) on screen i was crying uh and this is the moment you did not see on your first watch yes that is correct 
So what what did you think? That was pretty beautiful. Um, that was the word I was going to use. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Bradley was honored as he should have been. Uh, it was a long time coming. And he, he was seen. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't. He was sort of unerased from American history, which is amazing. Yeah. I, I, I could see why a lot of people said that this was better than WandaVision. Um, I think the the finale of WandaVision was a little lacking a little bit in those last moments where like Wanda says, I don't know this power, but I will. I'm like, eh, that's in the land. Mm-hmm. That was a little, it felt a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I don't believe I cried in that one. But I think these are really good. I would be curious once Black Widow comes out to watch the entire series and then watch Black Widow, then Falcon, then WandaVision, because that's how the that's the order they intended to release it in. I'd be curious how that played. Um But ooh. That felt good. Mm-hmm. Hell. He's Sam's not just words. He's not just uh, talk about how uh, America can be improved and like you know debating with the senators. He he's already done something mm-hmm. impactful and important, and that'll ripple out. Like imagine all the people of color who go to that museum now going to see that the person who helped start it all was a person of color mm-hmm. like how how that changes the experience at the museum yeah um and then uh do you have any other notes to the end i only have yeah. two more notes uh it ended by saying the cap captain america and the winter soldier mm-hmm. which i told you i I've been thinking about this last couple episodes. I wanted it to end saying Captain America and the White Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since technically he is the White Wolf. Yeah, someone, someone else I know commented that on uh, Facebook. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> hey, that person is my bro. <laughs> was that a guy or a girl? A dude. All right. That person is my bro. <laughs> and then... uh I, I've had it in my mind that Sharon Carter's bad since a uh, Nando V movies video where it was saying that she may have been working with Zemo. Turns out not to be true, but uh post credit scene, uh-oh, she a spy is what I wrote. And then, yep, she's essentially being her own, her own self-serving spy. And uh, Maddie asked who she was talking to on the phone. And she's like, uh, us. Exposition. <laughs> That's what I told her. <laughs> like she doesn't need to tell her second in command, mm-hmm. you know, her subordinate, right? Uh, what what the plan is? It's for our benefit. Mm-hmm. But right. but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Where where do you think uh, U.S. agent and power broker are gonna show up next? Do you think they're gonna show up in Captain America four or something else? I'm I'm glad Wyatt Russell's here to stay. I thought he was gonna die. Might have to do uh, 
the next series is Loki, right? Yeah. I mean, it would make sense for him to appear there, I think. Why? Okay, so oh, this the Loki is a spinoff of Avengers One that we visited in Endgame, where they lost the cube. So he's going to be time traveling a bunch. So this is time traveling Loki from that other timeline. Time traveling Loki from a different timeline, yeah. So it's not the Loki. It's from no our from our game. from from this main timeline, the main MCU timeline. Loki is dead, hundred percent. Um. Yeah, and there's also like 17 other shows. Like Miss Marvel just finished filming. There's Hawkeye with Haley Steinfeld. There's uh, Blade is either a movie or TV show. We still don't know which is coming. Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac is training for Moon Knight. She Hulk has uh, Tatia Maslany. Um, other yeah. stuff. There might be a season two of Falcon Winter Soldier. The showrunner said he had ideas, mm. or they had ideas. I don't know the showrunner's gender. Um, but now there's reports that they're rating Captain America 4 as a movie, so we might go into that. There's a rumor that the Serpent Society is showing up, but I don't think... I just don't think that's true, because that was the fake title they used before they revealed Captain America's Civil War. <laughs> um, but yeah. Who? What do you? Doctor Strange and the in the Multiverse of Madness. And the Multiverse of Madness is coming out. That's, an, that's, that's sooner rather. That's like one of the first movies coming out, isn't it? Uh, Black Widow's next. Then um, something else. But also, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home is coming out. Upcoming Marvel movies. Let's see. Shang Chi. Shang-Chi is coming out this year. Eternals is coming out this year. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Officially. Venom 2 is also coming out this year, but it's not in. Shang-Chi. Yeah. I know it says it looks like Shang-Chi, but they've been making it very clear the proper pronunciation is Shang-Chi. Yeah, so... Multiverse of Madness is not this year. That's 2022. And Thor Love and Thunder is 2022. And The Marvels, which is technically Captain Marvel 2, that's 2022. We also have a release date for Volume 3, which is 2023. And Thor is still getting released in what year? Thor Love and Thunder is 2022. Next year. So. Cool. Uh... But yeah, so do you think they're just going to come back, those two characters in Captain America 4, or whenever Sam shows up again for his own Captain America title, or do you think they'll show up somewhere else? Probably, and they might revive Batroc for him to get defeated again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another TV show that's coming out is Secret Wars with uh, Jackson and Mendelssohn as the main characters, with the new Monica Rambeau. I don't know anything you just said. Jackson and who? Uh, so remember Captain Marvel? We're having Nick Fury and that alien guy from Captain Marvel uh, as the leads in Secret Wars, a TV show, Disney Plus TV show, adapting the scrolls invading Earth. And uh, at the end of... Did you see WandaVision? No, not yet. Yeah, well, I accidentally half-spoiled it, but I won't finish 
saying that. Um, oh no, your mic's been off this whole time. Are you fucking kidding me? Nah. All right. Well, I hope you could all hear him. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Let's review the file. No, it's all good. Sorry if uh, yeah, you you could hear him. It's just quiet. So I'll see. It. I'll put it in the editor and compress the audio. So hopefully it's all close enough. So it's not so quiet. But. You got the mic now. What was your favorite part? I was Richard. <laughs> and I was Brian. Later. <laughs> oh, also, bye. I'm going to see if uh, Christian would like to review the Loki show with me since Wolf did WandaVision with me and then Richard did Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think it would be pretty cool to have that uh, difference. Otherwise, I will talk to Wolf or Richard and see who is down. But yeah. And I'll see you in a few months doing this again uh, for Loki. Bye. You want to say bye? I already said bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, I forgot to say which I thought was better. Uh, Invincible finale or Falcon Winter Soldier finale. I cried more in Falcon Winter Soldier, but I think the Invincible finale was not flawed. You know, it didn't have little moments that could be improved upon. Uh, so I'm going to have to give it to Invincible, but I think Falcon Winter Soldier was a lot more emotionally resonant and powerful uh, with the Isaiah Bradley moment. So that's my call. Uh, you should definitely check out Invincible. All eight episodes are up. Enjoy. Tell me what you think of it at uh, Movies Are Dope on Instagram if you do check it out. Bye. I guess that was my own little post credit scene. <laughs>